You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 253, Feng Shui Qi Forecast, December 2023. Welcome to episode 253 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach a feng shui certification course online at mindfuldesignschool.com. And we also have various workshops and events throughout the year. Right now, we're about to launch a free feng shui basics program. So the only way to get on that is to join our mailing list. And you can join our mailing list by visiting mindfuldesignschool.com slash join or click through on the show notes on your podcast. We also have on sale right now our 2024 Year of the Wood Dragon Energy Reset Package. We offer a Lunar New Year online package every year. And so we're doing it again now that we're welcoming the Wood Dragon. So it's on sale now and we have a special discount code just for our podcast listeners. Laura, can you tell them what it is? Yes. The discount code for the podcast listeners is Dragon Year. D-R-A-G-O-N Year. Dragon Year. Dragon Year. So you just Mm -hmm. put that in the coupon code and it's a 50% off discount. So we hope you'll look it up. If you can look in the show notes for information about the energy reset package, or you could visit mindfuldesignschool.com. And we look forward to seeing you and hopefully you'll be able to celebrate the Lunar New Year with us. So we're welcoming in December this year. So Laura is going to get started with our monthly Qi energy forecast with the key dates in the solar terms and the moon cycles. Yes, we are talking about December and the way we do this each month. I know there are a lot of you are regular listeners and fans of the Chi Forecast. We review what's happening in the solar term. So that's nature. It's a way to understand the ebbs and flows, the cycles of nature around us. And it was created in China thousands of years ago. And was used by mostly by farmers and also for festivals and different ways to find predictable ways to plan your life, basically, based on what nature will bring forth. And then we also talk about the moon cycle. And so the two solar terms, the first one that we're going to talk about is called great snow. And great snow will be upon us on December the 7th. And these are two week terms. So this great snow, I mean, it starts, starts, you know, air quotes on December 7th, but really it's the the shift and things that you're going to see that are happening within those two weeks from December 7th until the next solar term, which is the winter solstice. So this is pre kind of the pregame to what we're going to get in winter solstice, which again is this yin energy beginning to peak and it be getting you know it's getting darker and darker and we're all we all notice it and we're all feeling it and 
your body naturally wants to also be in bed or sleep more. And so I think it's a call for us to listen to what nature is bringing us and to not try to fight against it. So if you are feeling the desire to bundle and to be in your bed or to sleep a little longer, that is fine. You know, according to Chinese medicine, sleep is really one of the best ways to strengthen your chi, specifically at this time of year. So you're listening to your body and you're listening to the cycles of nature. And then that darkness proceeds and continues to roll until it peaks on December the 21st for the winter solstice. So the winter solstice is the longest night, okay? In the Northern hemisphere, in the Southern hemisphere, it's the opposite. So we in the North are experiencing this longest night. And it's a time where many cultures celebrate this midwinter time because it is dark and it is the beginning of the really cold weather, right? Some cultures use it as a way to recognize, okay, we're halfway through winter. Others use it as a, as a way to kind of start the calendar to when spring is coming. And a common theme is to gather, right? During this dark time so that we can lift our spirits. And by dark, I mean like literally dark, you know, it's, it's winter, it's, you know, at 4.30 or four o'clock, it's dark. And, you know, this over, you know, centuries, this is when people have come together, lit fires to, you know, bring more young energy, yang chi into this really, really yin time. But the good news is, and the reason why it starts this sort of countdown to springtime is because after the winter solstice, very slowly yang chi will begin to, to strengthen very slowly. So those are the two solar terms. The full moon this month is on December the 26th. Historical names for the December full moon are cold moon, long night moon, oak moon. Those are all pretty self-explanatory, but you know, it's a really cool moon this month to explore that deep yin chi and see what comes up for you. Because moon energy is very yin and you're in the most yin time of the entire calendar. So yin energy can be very, you know, low, quiet, cold, dark. But it can also be a time to explore intuitive, wisdom-seeking, stuff that lies below the surface, stuff that's harder to get at and that's not so visible and not so obvious. Angie, do you want to talk a little bit about the zodiac animal for December? Yeah, so the zodiac animal that's connected with the month of December is the rat. So that means that if you are born in the year of the dragon, the ox, or the monkey... December will be a super helpful month for you. It will be supportive. And for those born in the year of the ram and the horse can be a little bit more careful and take some time to self-care and travel if you can and just take things a little bit easy because it's a bit challenging for those born in the year of the ram and the horse. So the chi of December, overall, I talked a little bit about this. It is really when the water chi is going to peak during the solstice and that yin chi is going to be more than yang. 
And it is a quiet and still time, right? Great snow is coming, which means that's the big blanket of snow where those of you that live in places where you can, where you experience that, it's so quiet, right? It insulates. So it's this really quiet meditative chi. And it's a time to encourage you to seek wisdom, to look for guidance, to look, you know, to go in and to seek other sides of things the yin side of things, the thing in that's cast in shadow often. So each month we also do a reading. And this month it is Angie. Angie will be doing an I Ching reading and I'm going to let her take it over because I don't know what question she asked. She might've asked a specific question. Yeah. So I asked the I Ching and if you're not familiar with the I Ching, it's one of the foundational texts that we use in feng shui. It's also a foundational text in Taoism, and we would recommend you check it out if you have curiosity about it. So the I Ching is also known as the Book of Changes, and you can use it to ask questions as well as just learn more about feng shui if if you're curious about that. And we think you are since you're listening to this podcast and you've gotten to this point of this podcast. So what I asked the I Ching was, what does the Holistic Spaces podcast listener community need to hear today to be present with the energy of December, 2023? And so the first hexagram that I received, which represents the present situation is mountain over water, or in this case, I saw in my book that the water is considered a stream. So mountain over a stream or gun over con, and it translates to inexperience and youthful folly. We see in one of my other books, it says it's called childhood. So the feeling of what's the present situation for our listeners, is that although there's a lot of wisdom that each of you possess, right now your life is presenting you with something that is new that you don't know how to work with. And it's not because you lack anything and it's not because of inexperience or a lack of wisdom. It is simply because you've never encountered this before. And one of my books, the that I use is called The Complete I Ching by Master Alfred Huang. And he describes it as a time in which one is like a child, right? Like an uncarved piece of jade. So if you're an artist or if you've ever done any kind of carving, which I, I'm an, I do art, I create art, but I don't necessarily carve, but I can visualize this or I can imagine this, that there is this block of jade, but there is so much that can be revealed that is within that. So you can create what you want and you can uncover something that can tell you more. And there's a brilliance in there. And I love that this particular gua talks about the stream under the mountain. So that stream is like a little, it's very small, like a child, but that in time, if we can connect with the world and expand and grow and learn and gain experience, you can connect to the wisdom of the ocean through the small stream can be connected to a big water like the ocean. And so the I Ching recommends that we look at this time 
as a time to grow and to be grateful for these learning moments and to acknowledge that you don't know what to do. And what you don't know how to do needs to be shared with you through someone that is helpful, like a teacher or a benefactor. And it's not necessarily anything that you can read from a book or be taught. It needs to be something that is slow and steady that you can learn over time. And there's an emphasis in the Yu Ching that this wisdom should be received with respect and properly. And also the Yu Ching points to some of you listening also may not necessarily be the one who's the child in this case, you may be the teacher and in this case, it's your obligation to make sure that the seeker is ready to receive this information. So in that case, the teacher is also asked to uncover something right there, right? So so that uncarved piece of jade is like that mountain and, and how can we use the subtle energy of water to kind of reveal something. And then this trigram or hexagram becomes over Shun, which is mountain over wind, and it translates to repair or de decay. So there's a reminder that a reminder and, a, and some guidance as to how to work with this time of receiving some experience, asking for a teacher, asking to learn how to move through something that is completely new to us. And the suggestion is to take it slow. One of the books talks about taking several days to contemplate before you move forward, but also on the other hand, to not fall into complacency because that's easy to do as well. So it's not a time of radical reform, but and not to be lulled into the inertia of the movement, but to take things slow and to be like a turtle. I was looking at this video of a turtle, like this huge turtle walking and a, a man walking next to it. And they walk a lot slower than us, but they live a lot longer than us as well. So how can we begin to let go of the way that we normally do things in working with this situation that's come up that we don't understand? So again, the I Ching is pointing to that there's a time in our life now that we're presented with something that we ha we don't have the experience to to repair or to fix, but to take it slow, to consider, to find a teacher to support us and to respect that wisdom and do it properly. Laura, you have any thoughts? Yeah. So in this case, it starts with the wisdom, which we were talking about and seeking the wisdom with a trickle, knowing that that can move you on to bigger oceans of, of wisdom and knowledge. And when it changed into um, coup, into repair, and decay the mountain turns into so sometimes the mountain shows up in the I Ching as an obstacle right and a block and that is not necessarily negative the mountain is as a symbol is strength is you know tenacity is immovable is a lot of yang earth chi and, you know, just remember that this is the book of changes. And so even though it says that you may feel a block, you may feel something that is slowing your momentum down or slowing your movement down, but that's okay because it's intentional and it's an important part of transforming. Because think about a mountain, 
you can't just you can't make a mountain disappear you can't you know wish it away the mountain needs to be either climbed over or i guess dug through but climbing over is probably the more common way to do it climbing over it that obstacle or moving around it slowly and deliberately so that you can transform and change and see and and understand that again this is the book of changes nothing is static nothing stays still that it's one state moving into another. So it's just, I think it's, you know, a good teaching. And as Angie mentioned, that there's there's something to be learned in going slow. And maybe we do need to just slow down more. Yeah, well, that's part of the question I asked too. I said, I asked what people need to hear to be present with the energy of December. Mm-hmm. So it responded with, this is the way to be present that you may be offered something that you can't do. There's no action to take Mm -hmm. really. And if you do take an action, you're going to be taking that action from a place of inexperience and folly rather Mm -hmm. than from wisdom. And then instead it's like, listen, learn, grow from these moments and ask for help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't, you can't always muscle through something you know, quickly. Sometimes we just need to Mm -hmm. take the slower path and the harder path often. Okay. So we always like to circle this back to what you can do in your own home, how feng shui can support it. We're going to be talking a lot about the winter solstice at some point. So we're going to expand on a lot of these things, but it is a very yin time. So you're going to need to nourish and support your yang chi. You know, when I mentioned it's many cultures have ways to light that fire literally or figuratively. So what can you do to help you move through this really, really dark time? You know, it it gets quite dark and quite cold for many. And, you know, is it gathering with people or you know, lighting a fire, increasing the lighting in your, in your home, changing the lighting, changing the colors, adding some red, adding the fire, the fire element by adding red, adding candles. These all sound really like, yeah, duh. But you know, when you are in the the dark in that time, there's a reason why it feels so good and it makes sense to do. And it just, it's, it's intuitive. I think also one thing that the I Ching pointed to is to see about finding a teacher and asking for help. And also when you do find one to be respectful, or it could be something as simple as also maybe that finding like an uncarved piece of jade, whatever that means to you, right? So it could be a person in your life. It could be something that you don't know how to do. Or maybe it could be not knowing how to find a teacher or to find a new way of a a new skill. So see what that means to you and then find that brilliance underneath that. And one way that you could do that with your feng shui is to actually activate the helpful people area of your home, which is called benefactors or Chen or helpful people. So if you have a Bagua mandala in front of you and you, or you can visualize it, or you can look it up on our website, or you can download our Bagua e-kits. It's 
on the Bagua Mandala, it's the bottom right area. Or if you stand in your bedroom, so if you want to activate this area of your bedroom, stand in the doorway of your bedroom looking in and the, the nearest, the corner on the right on the closest to you would be the helpful people Chen corner. And you can ring a bell in that area or you can place something that represents the teacher you want to invite in your life. Yeah, and I think we'll we'll... That's those are good ones, I think, to work on what you're experiencing energetically and feeling, you know, if you're if you're if the I Ching reading resonated with you, this a sense of helplessness in an impasse and how to move through it with grace, you know, using that one, the the healthful people in or working with that area as a whole, you know, the bell is one suggestion using colors, et cetera. And then we'll circle back in we'll come back to this when we do the episode about winter solstice and we'll explore ways that you can welcome that time of year in. So it's kind of like a two different ways to look at December this month. One of, on a very deep energetic way and symbolic way that Angie so talked about from in the I Ching. And then we're going to talk about it almost in a what more natural chi what's happening in, you know, in nature and culturally for you and how to interact with it then. So it's, it's can be a nice little mix. So we'll come back to it. Great. So thank you so much, Laura. And thank you so much listeners for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast in this episode, you can share it with others, subscribe, leave a review, we hope you will sign up for our mailing list. Visit mindfuldesignschool.com slash join. And we hope to see you in our Lunar New Year's workshop. And don't forget that coupon code is Dragon, Dragon Year, Year for Dragon 50% Year. off. Okay, thank you. See you next week. <laughs>